Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. This will be a revolution of inquiring further, of not worrying about winning other people's approval, of not wishing you were someone else but perfectly content to be who you are. I want to start a revolution of love. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me.
Madonna and Hathaway. Remember that song from the 90s, What is Love? That's a great little mashup of the two songs. So thanks for joining me. I thought it was appropriate for this wonderful, wonderful weekend. Monday, June 29th, actually now uh, at midnight and 2015. Um, Because this weekend, of course, as you all know, gay marriage was legalized. Yay! Um, I can't believe it. I I can't believe it, but I can't believe it at the same time. It was Friday and I woke up And there was the ruling that gay marriage was now legal in all 50 states, all across the United States of America. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is incredible that we finally, finally, after all the struggle, all of the fucking years and years and years of this fucking debate about gay marriage, whether or not it should be legal, whether or not we should have equality is what we've been arguing about under the law. If we're constitutionally guaranteed the right to marry as gay people, um, all of these things have been settled now. It is, has been ruled that, yes, we have a constitutional right, a human right to uh, have marriage in uh, the gay community, and um, we should be afforded all the same um, responsibilities and privileges of marriage that heterosexuals are in this country. And every state must recognize every marriage. Um, hold on a second. Oh, Tristan says my chat room is disabled. I wonder why. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know why it's disabled, but anyway, sorry about that. I'm not sure why it's disabled, (laughs) but thanks for listening, Tristan. Uh, Anyway, so it is. um, I'll see if I can fix that. I don't know what's going on, Uh, but anyway, I'll see if I can fix it. But anyway, yeah, so it's been it's an incredible uh, weekend. Um, and of course, you know, it was gay pride month this month and it couldn't have happened at a better time. They postponed the ruling to the very last thing, of course. And they, um, decided that they were going to announce it last. And, uh, it's incredible because, hold on a second. Um, it's incredible because we have been so, sorry, I was doing another thing there. 
we've been so working so hard with this for so long now it's incredible that it's happened because we ha- we have been struggling for so long but also you know because we've been struggling for so long it's happened um of course as you know proposition eight was the beginning of sort of the end of the uh, anti-gay marriage um clauses or or laws throughout the states because once the supreme court ruled against that and then of course windsor windsor um versus the united states or whatever um and then now the supreme court had to rule on these other cases as well they've decided that it is of course valid that we get married so anyway i'm really happy about it i was going to do a show friday but i decided i'd wait and see what some of the reactions were to the ruling and of course (laughs) the twitter sphere twitter sphere and facebook and everything else went crazy Uh, the conservatives heads are just blowing up which makes me laugh you know it's cracking me up um because they're so pissed off that that gay marriage is now legal in all 50 states regardless of what they say or want um so you know immediately after it it happened Texas and a couple other states, uh, some of the governors and some of the uh, particular counties decided that they weren't going to issue marriage licenses to gay people uh, immediately because they said they wanted to wait and see what was said about it to the... to the uh, um, by the government or whatever, what they, what their directive directives were as agents of the government or federal government or whatever, and so because of that, of that they had to wait and they had to decide whether or not um, uh, they were going to do it anytime soon. Dallas County, where I live, um, immediately issued licenses as well as I think Bear County, several several counties, and you know, like Austin County and. Not Austin County, I think it's called Bear or something else. But anyway, where Austin is, where Dallas is, where Houston is, the counties in those locations pretty much began to do it immediately. The places in between, in the middle of the state, the kind of the more podunk areas of the state, um, some did and some didn't and wouldn't. Um, and so one instance was there was a lesbian couple, I think it was Smith County, Texas, which is a small area of, of Texas. Um, they uh, went, a lesbian couple went to get their license, their marriage license at the registrar's office in their county. And the woman said, sorry, we can't give those out to you because we have to, because we don't have a form for that. Because, uh, and the lady said, well, just cross out male and put female, female. She says, no, I can't do that. I can't change a promulgated form. We have to wait till the new forms come out. We don't have the forms. So I won't be doing that today. And so she was just doing whatever she could to, to not allow them to marry. And of course, at the same time, these two women did not realize that the state of Texas has put, um, and the federal government too, have put a new form uh, that can be utilized by registrar's offices throughout the states uh, or throughout the state um, before, as soon as the ruling was was announced. So this woman may or may not have known that. Regardless, I'm sure she was trying to impede them from getting married. But the fact is, there is a form available for this, and all she had to do was print it out from the internet. So regardless, you know, there are all these people still trying their hardest to um, prevent us from continuing to get married. Uh, Greg Abbott, who is the governor of Texas, who's a complete and utter moron. I mean, even worse than George Bush was, believe it or not, if you can believe that. He's just a hideous person. Or Perry. Um, he has said, you know, it doesn't matter what they say, you know, God's laws, man and woman, blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that this doesn't happen in the great state of Texas and bullshit like that. You know, and Texas is so, we have a reputation in Texas for being rebels, rebellious and whatever, which I think is true. It's kind of ingrained in us if you're born here. Um to be kind of rebellious or whatever. But I think that it's also suspicious of government and those sorts of things. But 
Texas has to remember these Texans, these conservative moronic Texans whom hate get gay so much and don't want us to get married have to realize that we are not a sovereign state. We haven't been a sovereign state since 1888 or whenever it was, we became part of the union again. We reapplied to be part of the United States after the civil war. So we have to follow the federal laws. The other thing is these states do not recognize or realize, sorry about that, is that we have to follow the laws of the federal government. The states do not usurp the power of the federal government. The federal government is king okay that's the way our nation has been set up that's the way it's been working for a very very long time and it is not uh, acceptable for states to say i'm not going to follow the directives of the federal government texas for some reason feels that it's acceptable for uh, them to do that and so they're doing everything they can as well as i think alabama mississippi a couple other states to prevent gays from getting married still um but ultimately it is completely irrelevant what they really are trying to accomplish or what they're trying to do, what they're saying, because as we all know, it's been ruled on by the judicial branch of government. We have the legislative branch, we have the executive branch, and we have the judicial branch of government. There's a reason we have three branches of government. So no one government has too much power. And because um, of that setup we have in this country, these things have to be handled in the way they're handled by the particular entities. These types of cases go through the court systems and move up, and then they're ultimately decided by the Supreme Court of the United States of America, and they decide the final say on these things. The executive branch is just there to carry out, you know, and to make law or whatever, and then the judicial branch is there to interpret it. So it's not like, <laughs> you know, anything has changed, but people seem to forget that you have to follow the fucking law of the United States of America. And I don't really understand why people have such an issue with gay marriage anyway, obviously, but most of the time it's, it's, you know, of course, religious. And there were even, of course, you probably heard reports of the pastor or whatever trying to, um, uh, he was saying he was going to set himself on fire if gays were allowed to marry or if the Supreme court ruled that we were able to marry. And he, then backtracked when we were able to marry as a Friday and said, well, I never really meant that I was going to set myself on fire. I just meant the, that I would be in the fire of damnation or some shit like that. I don't know what the fuck he said, but some fucking bullshit, moronic nonsense. Um, so I think it's, you know, interesting <laughs> that we have, um, these people still just so fucking pissed off at us and hating us so much that they just really want us to, you know, to not be able to get married. Um, but a lot of people are getting married. A lot of people got married in Dallas and, and all over the state of Texas, as well as throughout the nation um, on Friday and Saturday. And um, it's incredibly uh, heartwarming. And it's it's fantastic that at this long struggle, we finally have reached this this milestone in our struggle for equality. Of course, it's not over. We have other things to accomplish. Um, you know, we've got gay marriage legalized now. Now what? What's next? You know, what happens next? And a lot of people say or think or feel that the gay rights movement has all just been about getting gay marriage. And once you've got the gay marriage rights, that's it. But truthfully, it's about much more than just gay marriage. And, and it's, it's about full equality under the law. So yes, now we have gay marriage, we have all the same rights, et cetera. Um, but there are, there are benefits. Uh, there are other things that, that people need to realize that we have to still fight for in terms of equal protection under the law in housing, equal protection under the law in, in employment and throughout the nation and having some sort of amendment 
or adding us to the amendment that protects people um, of race, color, creed, et cetera, religion from discrimination, adding us to that amendment being sexual orientation is also included in that. And also sexual gender identity. These things should be included as well. Also, you know, beyond just the gay rights movement itself, we have to continue to or realize that, you know, we have the GLBTQIA community and now there's like a two on the end of it or something. There's all these acronyms and we have, we keep adding more and more acronyms to our fight and that's okay with me if it's makes sense. Right. Um, but we have gays and lesbians when gays and lesbians of course have a great, um, have a great, uh, Tristan, I, I opened the chat room. I'm in the chat room right now and I'm talking in there chat chat. So I'm not sure why you can't get in there, but I'm in there right now and I'm, chatting away. So it may just be your computer or your, I'm not sure. Um, but anyway, um, so we still have things to fight for. And so we have the gay and lesbians who have garnered the majority of the rights in the GLBT, you know, rights movement, um, for our community, um, because we've been the most visible and the most, um, the most, I don't know, recognizable of the community, but there's also by people who are part of our community as well. But, uh, GLBT, the T of course, standing for transgender or transsexual, depending on who you ask, um, transgender, I think is a more appropriate term. Uh, I think they really do not have the same equality that gays and lesbians have. They're not on the same level as we have at the moment. And so I think that they definitely need to have, um, I think they need to be the next on the list. And so in terms of actually, being able to acquire the same rights that we as gays and lesbians have, um, in terms of being able to get married and things like that. I think I'm not sure actually, actually it doesn't, it doesn't include, it says gays and lesbians or you can't deny people based on the right of being gay or lesbian, but I don't believe it said anything about trans transgender people. Um, and I don't know some States recognize, uh, people of, uh, a, tra a transgender person as their new sex and other people recognize them as their old sex and other people don't recognize them at all. Um, so I think that's the next kind of frontier in our fight for equality. I think they certainly do need to be able to, um, somehow figure that out. But anyway, so, you know, after we've, uh, climbed this hurdle, of gay marriage, uh, I think the next thing is of course, transgender rights, as I said, also just kind of remembering, as I said, to get equality in every way, under the law, the same kind of protections from that other minorities in this country have, um, as, as African Americans, uh, immigrants or, um, or anybody, or just people who are here, anybody that's here have the same equality under the law and the constitutional rights that we are, should be afforded so that we are treated the same. And that's what it's all about. That's what it's always been about. Simply being treated the same equally. And I don't understand why that concept is so fucking difficult for people to grasp. When you say you want equality, it means you want equality. Um, and I, of course, most of the problem is religion and people who have been, um, have had their brains brainwashed by their religious belief systems and are continuing to, uh, harp on what they were taught as a child and so forth instead of actually using their fucking brain. Um, and actually people don't typically know gay people who are like that. They, they have, you know, we gay people, gay, lesbian, whatever have been vilified by media society, you know, movies, films, uh, churches, of course, and people like that and have been painted in a particular light when in reality we are something far better, more 
more magnificent than that could ever be. And um, very, 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 very few people actually resemble the caricature that, that is painted of we as gay people uh, in a stereotypical fashion. Typically, we're just normal people like everybody else. So anyway, um, I think it's really great that we have gay rights in all 50 states now. It now means that my marriage um, is recognized. Uh, we got married in, in um, Connecticut in 2009, and so our marriage is now recognized by the state of Texas where we live, whether they like it or not. All taxes, all state, all social security inheritances and, and benefits and estate taxes and everything, capital gains, everything we that everyone else gets that's married, we now get as well. So it's fucking amazing and great. Um, also, you know, this week has been a really bad week for the conservatives in the world because of obviously gay marriage being the biggest of them all. Um, but I think there was like a, I know I read something about... Um, where did I read that? I read something I'm trying to remember where I read it on my Facebook page or somewhere that was about somebody had posted something about gay rights or something. Oh, I know what it was. People kept saying, Oh my God, Oh my God, I'm going to move to Canada. I'm going to move to Canada now that gay rights is legal. And um, what's happening to my country? God would be shocked. God is rolling over his greater or whatever they're saying and about how horrible it is that we are getting our equality in this country. And honestly, we are, um, uh, what's funny about that is that they keep saying, I'm going to move to Canada. I'm going to move to Canada. Well, Canada has had gay marriage legalized for 10 years. <laughs> so to continue to say that doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, you're going to move from the United States where we, where they now have afforded gay marriage to move to somewhere else where it's gay marriage is also legal. It makes no fucking sense at all, obviously. So anyway, um, the good news is that people can now protect themselves. Marriage is, has so much, um, so much, uh, what's the word? Um, has so many benefits to it and protections, uh, legally that I think it's important that people actually, um, you know, kind of figure out whether they're going to get married or not. But the other question is, you know, is it a good idea to get married or not? And how, how will that change, um, gay culture or whatever? Well, I don't think it'll change it much at all because I think that, you know, people have been getting married or having ceremonies or commitment ceremonies or whatever um, for a very long time, it, it, long before gay marriage was even a possibility in the minds of people. Um, so it's not, it's not like it's going to change anything in that fashion or our culture. You know, a lot of, or not a lot, but there's a certain segment of the gay population that actually, sorry, <laughs> the gay population that actually, um, uh, yeah, I agree, Tristan. Um, the gay population that's waiting for some sort of, um, uh, um, th that says actually with that. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Staying at a hotel is not the same thing as staying at the Fisher House. The Fisher House, I know, is a huge part of land recovery. For somebody like my husband, for them to know that their family members are being taken care of, that's a huge burden off of them. So they can concentrate on their therapies. 
Just having that assurance that no matter what, as long as we were there for Anson, that someone would be there to take care of us. It took so much weight off our shoulders. How can you help? Go to fisherhouse.org. We as gays getting married somehow takes away our gayness or whatever. Because as if being gay is all about being promiscuous or having you know, open sex or, or going to clubs and shit like that, which is all stereotypes and stuff, which is not true. I think even most gay people, but and maybe to some degree, but just like any heterosexual girls and guys do the same shit, you know? So, but my point is, is that they often say that it, we're losing our gayness, what makes us unique. And I think that the whole point of being, um, having gay marriage and equality into the law is that we want to be just like everybody else. It doesn't mean be in terms of our choices and our culture, but it means be in terms of being equal under the law and in, in the eyes of, of others, you know, of, of society. Um, so of course we want to be the same as everybody else, in my opinion, in that sense. Um, but it is never going to change the fact that we're fabulous and we're fantastic and we're great. And we're wonderful. And we have great sense of style and the gays do <laughs> generally speaking. And, and the lesbians are really good at woodworking and um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, I mean, you know, it's like we are, we are who we are. That's not going to ever change us in terms of what we are. Uh, in terms of our culture, I think it'll mean that we now can focus in terms of our, our plight and our fight and our quote-unquote agenda. We can now focus on what else is important for our civil liberties and our rights that I mentioned earlier. Focus on those things and now move, move our focus from fighting for something that we've gained finally after such a long struggle to, to other things that are just as important. For example, like, like teen suicide in the gay community and, and the bigotry in the gay community, uh, both racially and, um, I don't know, uh, financially, I don't know what the word is for that, or socioeconomically, I guess. You know, there's there's all sorts of things that within the gay community that need to be handled as well. Homelessness, suicide, poverty, um, that people don't really talk about or address. And one of the things is that people, you know, look at gay people as a whole and think that all gay people are wealthy because we don't have kids, generally speaking. And all gay people are, you know... (laughs) Um, just dress the best and I don't know what the word, you know, all the stereotypes about gay people in general, which typically is about gay men, not necessarily everybody else in the gay community, um, which is not true. I think that the majority of gay men and gay women are um, just average people. They have average jobs and they have, you know, they're making ends meet just like everybody else. And they're um, doing what they can to make a life for themselves, whether that be with a partner or whether it be by themselves or with kids or without kids or, or whatever, um, struggling with medical Ill- issues and illnesses and, and, uh, um, bills, insurance issues. Um, I don't know what else. I mean, all sorts of every problem that a heterosexual has gay people have as well. And so there are issues that are prevalent within our own community that I think that we need to focus on and fight for as well as the things we've been fighting for already. So I I hope that we will turn our attention to that and also be kinder to each other as a community and actually look out for each other. I think that one of the great things about being uh, a community uh, as we are is having the power of that community behind you. And as you've seen, as we've accomplished with gay marriage, we can accomplish anything. Um, if it's fair, you know, we can fight for it. If it's something that's, that's dear to our hearts, we can fight for it. You know, in the eighties, early eighties, what brought the gay community together primarily was the AIDS crisis. Um, because no one was doing anything about, 
uh, all of these gay men specifically, I mean, there were gay women too and heterosexuals, but generally in the beginning it was mostly gay men dying of AIDS, <coughs> excuse me. And, um, no one, the, the government, no one was doing anything about it. Cause we had, then we had act up and we had all these other, um, groups doing something about it and gay men's health crisis, whatever. But that brought us together as community and that was our common goal. I think in the, in, in the nineties, it was more about kind of gay rights in terms of, um, just having equality, uh, as everyday people. And then, you know, two thousands and now it's been mostly about gay marriage. Um, so I don't know what the next big thing will be. As I said, I think it probably will be transgender rights and that sort of thing. But in terms of just gay and lesbian rights, I think, you know, the things, things I mentioned are important. But anyway, turning our attention a little from the gay rights thing, um, the other thing that's happened recently was that the the Supreme Court ruled that you, the um, the I can't remember what the actual ruling was. I'm sorry about the Confederate flag and how there's a constitutional right, or how you can how it's it's banned from the governmental from government institutions and that sort of thing. And I was surprised that this was even something that was a question to people. Of course, you know, when it comes to, um, when it comes to, uh, bigotry, you know, it's been around for so fucking long. Um, people continue to hang on to their traditions or whatever. And I'm all for tradition, fine, whatever you have traditions, whatever, that's fine. But this is my feeling on this whole Confederate flag thing. I, I feel this, and some people may disagree with me, but I feel that if you are an individual your redneck, whatever, some rebellious type or motorcycle gang person, or I don't know what the fuck ever, the kind of people who wear the fucking rebel Confederate rebel flag, uh, war battle flag on their chest or their coat or their car or fly the flag in their home or whatever. Fine. I don't give a fuck. If you want to fly, fly the fucking swastika, I don't care. You have the right to fly your flag wherever you want to, if your own private home on your own person, you want to wear it, whatever, look like a fucking moron wearing it. Fine. Go right ahead. But I do draw the line. And this is where I agree with the ruling when it comes to governmental institutions, because it doesn't make a whole lot of fucking sense to fly the battle flag for the Confederacy when they were the <laughs> treat the, the traitors to the United States of America to fly that right next to the United States flag makes no fucking sense at all. And it doesn't, it's, it's, it's offensive. It, it, people keep saying or have said it, it, that the civil war was not about race and it was about, you know, e economy. It was about this and that bullshit. Everybody knows the fucking civil war was about fucking slavery, whether it was for economic reasons or moral, moral reasons or whatever. It doesn't matter. Ultimately boils down that it was too about slavery and that flag represents to people who are black, especially, and have black ancestors who were slaves, including myself. My, my dad's side of my family's black. So I had members of my dad's family, you know, many generations before that were probably slaves. I don't know that for a fact because on his side, I've only got traced to like 1800 or something because, you know, they were probably slaves. But anyway, <laughs> um, I think that it's, it's, um, important to remember that this is an offensive emblem to people just as the swat the swastika would be incredibly offensive to jews so can you imagine if we we had the swastika flying around um on our governmental institutions uh or anywhere as a public space and we all know how a jew or a gay person 
or anyone who's a minority would feel about that. Um, it's no different with a rebel flag. And to me, there's no difference between the swastika and the rebel flag, the Confederate Federate rebel flag. To me, they're the fucking same thing. Um, in terms of, you know, whether they should be flown or not at government institutions. So I feel that if you want to do it in your personal time, you want to have a fucking museum, whatever, more power to you. I don't give a fuck, give a fuck. But if you're, if you're going to have it in the public space, that's just uncalled for wrong and insensitive to, um, an institution of, um, horror, uh, an institution of, of, of eons, you know, hundreds of years of slavery that slavery went on, you know, the, the Jews, or the Holocaust, you know, for example, six six million Jews or so were were were, were slayed and, and killed in the Holocaust, um, and then there were like I think like ten million slaves or something. I don't know more. I don't remember how what the number is with the slave side, but over the course of like three hundred years or whatever it was, um, that slavery was around the United States. So you have these these incredibly horrid institutions of um, bigotry that is represented by the uh, Confederate flag and the swastika. So I don't find any reason, valid reason for them to be flown at a government institution. I think that anyone with a rational brain would agree with me. Um, and so these people who are fucking pissed off about, you're going to take my flag, you're going to take my flag. And they're running around the streets and in a fucking, you know, trucks and shit and <laughs> with their fucking flags on their trucks or whatever and you know yelling and screaming about how America's taking their rights away and shoot the nigger in the White House and all this kind of stuff. I mean, seriously. So, I mean, honestly, all they're doing is proving the point and why it shouldn't be up in the first place. So, if they want to have a little, little parade for themselves, that's fine, but I don't find there to be any reason to have that flag flying at all. So, and the other thing was abortion. Was it abortion? I can't remember the other. There was a third thing that the, the uh, Supreme Court ruled on this week. Let me see if I can remember what it was. Let me look it up. Supreme Court rulings. Um, because I can't remember what the third thing was. Um, but it also was very positive, and I was happy to hear about it. Um, let me see if it's on here. Okay. Oh, Obamacare. That's what it was. The other thing was Obamacare. Now, Obamacare is, of course, you know, as you know, hold on, is the federal, federally subsidized uh, insurance plan for people who do not have health care. So if you are not someone who works for a company and um, that offers health care, then you can get health care of equal, you know, quality through Obamacare. Someone like myself who is self-employed and I don't employ any, any employer employees or anything anymore. It's just me. So I depend on things like Obamacare. Obamacare is why I have insurance. Um, Obamacare does not care about preexisting conditions. You can't be turned down and there's no lifetime limit on how much they can spend. So if you have cancer, for example, they spend a million dollars on you and maybe two years and treatments, then you're just shit out of luck in the third year because you know, that's how it used to be. But with Obamacare, no longer is that the case. Also, if you have cancer or you have some terminal disease or something, or even just you've had a blip on your chart where you had a heart issue one time where you went to the emergency room or something, something like that, they can turn you down before 
for insurance. But now with Obamacare, they can't do that. So these are great reasons to have Obamacare and, and why it protects people and why there's so many more people now insured. Plus, there's a, there's a mandate. You have to be, you have to have health insurance through your employer or through Obamacare, or you have to have a reason not to have it that's qualified, qualified you not to have it. Anyway, for people who can't afford Obamacare, there is a subsidy available. Um, so for example, if your premium is $200 a month and you don't make a lot of money. I don't, let's say you make $20,000 a year or something. You might qualify for, you know, uh, $50 a month Obamacare or $100 a month, $100 off or something like that. I don't know what it would be, but I'm just saying that they give you a subsidy because you don't make enough money to qualify to actually, excuse me, afford it. So it, to me, it's an incredible thing. It's wonderful. It's terrific. It is an incredible, um, wonderful thing for our country, especially a civilized country like the United States of America is so subpar in our healthcare plans compared to what we had or what they have rather in, in Sweden and, and Norway and, you know, the Netherlands and, uh, Germany and France and places like that, that actually have really good healthcare for people in general. And they're different plans and they're more socialized, but the here, my point is our healthcare sucks compared in terms of the costs of it. And this helps to bring them down. So the Supreme court ruled that Obamacare can give subsidies. Uh, the government can give subsidies to Obamacare to help people who are poor and can't afford it. And Republicans of course, are against all of these things, all these major rulings that the Supreme court ruled on this week, the gay marriage Confederate flag and the Obamacare, all these things they're against. They're against people who cannot afford having health care having it <laughs> without paying for it fully themselves. God forbid the government pay them anything when we're spending how much money on the fucking military every year. And we have a military that's literally like 40 times bigger than our next biggest threat. I mean, we really don't, the priorities in this country are so fucking fucked up. And then gay marriage, of course, they're completely against gay marriage because it's against their base uh, and the, the constituents that they're trying to please. And then, of course, the Confederate flag, the same thing. They're trying to kowtow to all the country bumpkin redneck folk fuckers out there. So, um, you know, whatever, if you believe in that shit, fine, but you don't to actually try to step into someone's lives and try to, to harm them is just wrong. And so this just shows you what this, what the Republican party stands for. Of course, this is nothing new and it's been this way forever, but they have nothing to grasp to anymore. They're completely kind of out there with no real leader. Jeb Bush, by the way, is against gay marriage. Ted Cruz is against gay marriage. Rick Perry is against gay. All these people are against gay marriage. All these people are against Obamacare because Obama thought of it and, and created it and made it actually working. And of course they're all against gay. They're all against, uh, um, helping people, um, excuse me, gay marriage. Did I say that already? Anyway, so they're against all of these things. Um, so this, this next, this election coming up n next year is going to be interesting. And, um, I think that for me, you know, obviously I'm, 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 I'm a liberal and a progressive, whichever you want to call it. But I do think that, you know, right now there aren't a whole lot of options for us, um, not, not for us, uh, the liberals, I mean, for, for, um, the Republicans to actually beat us with, obviously the only options available to me on the Republican of the democratic side are Hillary Clinton, of course. And cause she's for gay marriage and she's for a lot of things that I believe in and Bernie Sanders, same thing. Now, 
I've never really loved Hillary Clinton. Some people just love Hillary Clinton. They just love her to death. I don't love her to death. I like her a lot. I think she's very strong. She's more than qualified to be president, more than anybody else that I can think of. And um, all those things, she just, her personality just seems kind of, kind of cold to me. It always has, you know? And if you've noticed now, every time you see her, she's like smiling, like really big. And that's of course, because she lost in 2008 to Obama in 2008. She was much more stoic and much more conservative and much more just kind of middle of the road. Now she's much more liberal and she's much more smiley and approachable looking. And I'm sure that's all calculated because that's what politics are and that's fine. But she's now far more, um, trying to be more approachable and, 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 uh, um, relatable. And that's great, but I still don't really understand everything she stands for. I went to her website. There wasn't really a list of all of her, her platform or the ideas she has for her campaign. Anyway, Bernie Sanders, however, I agree with even more of what he, he agrees with than she does. However, Bernie Sanders is Jewish and I'm just being honest and he's not going to beat Hillary Clinton. I just can't imagine it ever happening. Even if his ideas are better, even if he, I agree with him more than I do her. She's probably going to be the one to win the nomination. Obviously that's her time. She's a female, you know, these are not necessarily reasons to be, to win the nomination, but there's still the reasons that she will win the nomination. So let's just say, obviously Hillary Clinton's going to be the democratic nominee, unless something crazy happens between now and next, the primary season or whatever, she's going to be it. And then we have Jeb Bush on the other side and everybody wants to see another Bush Clinton showdown. And so most likely Jeb Bush will be the, the one on the uh, Republican side. I can't imagine anybody else being the one. So we're probably gonna have Bush Clinton once again against each other. And of course, you know, everybody loves a soap opera and drama and everybody wants to see the showdown between these two dynasties of political life in America, uh, showdown. So we're going to see what happens with that. But ultimately I'm never going to vote for Republican, no matter what they say, unless obviously they have some sort of fucking epiphany and just, I don't know, their brain transplants or something. But I think that you have to remember that a lot can happen between now and primary season. So we don't know what's going to happen, but probably Hillary Clinton will be the one to beat. And if she does become president in the United States, I do have all the faith that she will continue to, um, support gays and gay rights. I do have faith that she will uh, continue to, to promote liberal and progressive policies um, because that's what America is leaning towards these days, not the old, old Republican fuddy-duddies of the past. So I guess we shall see, huh? We shall see. Other than that, um, so we had talked about, we talked about the gay marriage thing. We talked about, of course, um, the, um, political scene right now. Um, Donald Trump, by the way, he's a fucking moron. You know, he said all that about, about the Mexican immigrants and all that stuff. And he's a complete idiot. He's not even going to really win or anything. He's an idiot. Um, but I think the last thing I want to say before I go is <clears throat> that, um, yeah, it's great that we have gay rights, uh, more gay rights now that we ever have. You have to remember why we have them not just because of the things that we have done and we've tried to accomplish and the things that we've uh, fought for, but we have a president, as I've said before in previous shows, that has done more for our community than any president in the history of the United States of America. Any president. He has used the name gays and lesbians in many of his speeches, included us, made us inclusive upon, his, upon, upon or part of his American 
fabric in, in a dream for America. He has included us. Uh, he's included transgender people as well in that. And he's included all of us in, in not something that anyone's ever done before. He's helped pass legislation to protect us in government and uh, to ensure our rights in government. And he's, in, he's supported the gay rights movement and he's had this evolution or whatever he said, you know, before he went in there. I don't even know for sure if he really never, never bought that. It was just political but, or whatever. But the point is he's done more for us than anybody else in this, this country. And I don't think he gets enough credit because people forget that if we had a different president right now uh, that wasn't fighting for us and he has been fighting for us, he's been fighting for our rights, that we would be in a different position right now. Um, I don't think it wouldn't happen ever, but I don't think it would have happened as quickly. And I don't think it would have happened now. So, Remember to thank your lucky stars. If you voted for Barack Obama, Barack Hussein Obama, as they say on the right, if you voted for him, then pat yourself on the back. And I want to say thank you because I voted for him too, both times. And um, I would vote for him again. <laughs> if he were to run again, I would vote for him again if he could. Um, so just remember the next person you vote for can come in there and try to undo everything that has been done for us in our community, or they could help propel us into the next, uh, through the next challenge and hurdle for civil liberties that we're fighting for in the gay, lesbian, bi, transgender community. So be sure if you're a Republican, if you're a gay Republican, first of all, why the fuck are you listening to my show? But if you're, you know, a progressive liberal, continue to fight for what's right, not just for ourselves, but for people who need our help, you know, we've gotten marriage, we've gotten it. It's there. It's done. Help women with women's rights. Okay. They still haven't got equality under the law after being, you know, property 150 years ago or whatever it was. I mean, they, they still do not have all the quality under the law. Uh, African-Americans don't either. And women still make 70, whatever cents on the dollar that a man makes. And so there are many other causes that you can get involved in, not just our own causes that we, I said we still have, like for transgender rights, et cetera, help transgender people with their causes as well. March for them. They marched for you. Uh, the women, the straight allies, the people that, has helped, that have helped you, help them because they helped you. Whatever is important to them, help them. So my point is to be grace, to be grat show gratitude for what people have done for us to help us achieve the success, this en enormous, immense success that we have finally, finally gotten in America. So be thankful for that. I'm thankful for it. And thank you for listening to the show. <laughs> I'll be back on Tuesday. Good night. Staying at a hotel is not the same thing as staying at the Fisher House. The Fisher House, I know, is a huge part of land recovery. For somebody like my husband, for them to know that their family members are being taken care of, that's a huge burden off of them. So they can concentrate on their therapies. Just having that assurance that no matter what, as long as we were there for Anson, that someone would be there to take care of us. It took so much weight off our shoulders. How can you help? Go to fisherhouse.org.